0: You're listening to The Evening Sacrifice. Be blessed as you listen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Lord, we thank you for this evening again. As we open your word, we thank you for speaking to our hearts. Hallelujah. We're still looking at the fulfillment of the law. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. and Jesus came to fulfill the law and not to destroy it. Praise God. Hallelujah. For verily I say unto you, verse 18, Till heaven and earth pass, one jot or one tittle shall it no wise pass from the law till all be fulfilled. Whosoever therefore shall break one of these least commandments and shall teach men so, he shall be called the least in the kingdom of heaven. But whosoever shall do and teach them, the same shall be called great in the kingdom of heaven. For I say unto you that except your righteousness shall exceed the righteousness of the scribes and Pharisees, you shall in no case enter into the kingdom of heaven. I think the case of the Pharisees and the scribes are a very critical thing to examine. Okay. Now, Jesus is looking beyond the letters of the law, okay, into the heart of the people, okay. And is telling them, look, look at these Pharisees. They keep the law as it were, right? Thou shalt not steal. Thou shalt not commit adultery. They do those things. Now, these are some of the things we need to pay attention attention to, okay? But they say those things, but their hearts are evil. Their hearts are evil, and God is saying, don't be like that. Let not your righteousness be an outward show of righteousness. Let your righteousness start from the heart praise the lord and teach men to obey the commandments the commandments of the lord teach men to obey the commandments teach men to obey thou shalt not lie thou shall not steal don't tell men to do them and ask for forgiveness no that's wrong tell men grace has come that's the difference between the law and grace grace has come now because grace has come the ability to fulfill the law is here Hallelujah. For the righteous requirements of the law are fulfilled in us who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. We can see this in the book of Romans chapter 8 that the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. So, the law the law came to establish righteousness, okay? And what the law was meant to have done in the lives of those who received it was to produce righteousness. So there was a righteous demand, a righteous requirement from the law, which men failed to do. Which men failed to obey? Why did they? Why could they not obey it? If we back up a bit to Romans chapter seven, we see where it's clear why they didn't obey it. The law was spiritual, okay. The law was spiritual, but the man to whom the law was given was. Dead hallelujah! The law was spiritual, but the man who received the law was dead. So, how can a dead man keep a living law, keep a righteous law, keep a law that is alive? It's not possible. So, that's why God changed the order in the New Testament. What is the difference? He gave us a recreated spirit, He gave us a spirit that is alive and not a dead spirit. But this is still the same law. Now we can fulfill it. Now you can fulfill all the Ten Commandments. Now you can fulfill all the laws of God. Hallelujah. The ability, the grace to fulfill it has what? Come through who? The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit dwells in us. And then he will begin to train us. Praise God. The blood of Jesus has been shed. When we air, we apply the blood. In the Old Testament, when they air, they take a ram. They take a goat. No need for taking a goat now the sacrificial lamb of God has already been slain. His name is Jesus. So I don't need to go get a goat to kill. All I need to do is repent. Repentance has come in now. I repent of my sins with my whole heart. And then I ask the Lord to forgive me. I apply the blood or he will apply the blood. And as the blood is constantly being applied, not just because I am sinning and repenting. No, 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 no. But because I am hearing the hearing of faith. I am hearing righteousness. That each time we hear righteousness, each time we hear Christ, the blood of Jesus is sprinkled upon us. Life is sprinkled upon us. Light is shone upon our hearts. Now what does light do? Light takes away darkness. The blood washes away our sins. So the tendencies, the ability to do wrong will be taken away as we fellowship with the Lord, I fellowship with his spirit, fellowship with the blood of jesus so that what will happen the righteous requirement of the law will be fulfilled in us who walk not after the flesh but after the spirit hallelujah god has taken the punishment of our sins and of all our errors and he has placed it on jesus so jesus has paid for our sins Now, the Bible says, should we continue in sin that grace may abound? No, that's not what grace came to do. Grace came to forgive us. Grace came to give us a new life. Grace also came to give us the ability of God, the life of God. That life of God is an incorruptible, sinless life of God. Through grace, we will get there. Our sins will be purged. Our consciences, the tendencies to do wrong will be removed from us the law without the ordinances, without killing a goat, without washings, without uh, going to Jerusalem, without observing a day because every day now is the day of the Lord because the day of Shabbat is Jesus Christ himself. He has come. It's the day of rest. Rest is found in Jesus. Hallelujah. <laughs> I pray this is not complicated in any way. Hallelujah. Alright, let's continue. Praise God. Verse 21 chapter 5. You have heard that it was said by them of old time, thou shalt not kill and whosoever shall kill shall be in the danger of judgment. But I say unto you, you see that whosoever is angry with his brother. So it goes beyond just killing because you can kill with your heart. You can kill with your tongue. Praise God. But I say unto you that whosoever is angry with his brother... without a cause shall be in danger of judgment. And whosoever shall say to his brother, Raka... shall be in danger of the council. Hallelujah. Without a cause shall be in danger of judgment... and whosoever shall say to his brother, Raka... shall be in danger of the council, the Sanhedrin. But whosoever shall say, Thou fool... Shall be in danger of hellfire. Look at that. These are deep, serious matters, right? Godless. That word "fool" there means godless. When you call your brother godless, shall be in danger of hellfire. Therefore, if you bring your gifts now, he sets the process for us to reconcile with one another. Hallelujah. Therefore, if you bring your gift to the altar. And then remember that your brother has ought against you. Not that you have against him, but that he has against you. Bible says, don't give your gifts. That offering, don't put it. That singing gift, don't do it. That healing gift, don't use it. That ministry gift, don't display it. Paul, stop. Go back. Go and reconcile with your brother. And then come back to offer your gift. First level. Second level, agree with your adversary quickly while you are on the way with him. Less at any time. Your adversary deliver you to the judge and the judge deliver you to officer, and then they cast you into prison. So what does this mean? This teaches us humility. This teaches us humility. Your open Make peace quickly. Beg him. Ask him to forgive. Ask him to don't be annoyed at you If I've done anything against you, please, I'm sorry. Forgive me. Hallelujah. These are just teaching us the ways of peace. How to live peaceably with one another. How to live peaceably with one another. Now, making peace amongst us, ensuring there's peace in the home, peace in your workplace, peace in your environment, peace in your ministry, Some people like to knock heads together. It's evil. Don't do it. Don't knock heads together. Don't sell your brother or your sister for a position. Don't do it. It's evil. Praise God. To be promoted. Don't talk down on someone else so that you will be lifted. So that you will be exalted in the eyes of people. Don't do it. It's wrong. Praise the Lord. Make peace with one another. Live without strife. Live without evil speaking. And the peace of God will rule our hearts and secure us in safety. God wants us to be safe. God doesn't want the enemy to be attacking his children. Hallelujah. God bless you. The message you just heard was from The Evening Sacrifice by Chinira Isibor from Kevadula Ministries. For other ministrations like Open Book, Preparing His Bride, and more, visit kevadula.org. God bless you.